listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad that you could join us today. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome, everybody, to the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda. And for this week's episode, I'm going to be speaking with another good friend who I haven't spoken to in several years, uh, Kim Bitsity. Kim's a good friend that I met through, uh, we, that we met through our mutual friend, Sean Dubano. And we spent a lot of fun times in the, the late 2000s, early 2010s, going to concerts, particularly 311 and Dodger games, hanging out, having lots of good fun. Uh, but as we discussed in this episode, Kim and I are at different stages of our lives now where we are married with kids and I get to talk to her about how she got to meet her husband, Devon, what it's like being a mom, the various places they've lived as a couple, and along with reminiscing about our times with hanging out with our group of friends that we did, you know, back uh, 12, 13, 14 years ago. So it's a fun conversation and I'm grateful that I got a chance to talk with her. And here we go. This is my conversation with uh, Kim Bitsy. Joining me now on the Casting for Fun podcast is my good friend, Kim Bitsy. Is that how you pronounce your last name, not Bitsy? Yep. Okay, awesome. I want to make sure I did it right. <laughs> it's been a while. How are you, Kim? It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. It has been a while. It's been eight years. I can't believe it. It, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it really has. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Eight years can go by really, really fast. <laughs> a whole different person. I'm not the same Kim from 2014. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you with that. So we do share that in common that it, we've been married the exact same amount of time. I just got married just a few weeks before you did. So yep. I remember, okay, my anniversary is coming up. Oh, that means Kim and Devon is coming up too in a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, good, you guys. Same year too, so. <laughs> same month, same year. Yeah, yeah. So so with my podcast, it's been really fun for me. I, I love just chatting with friends, particularly friends who I haven't talked to in a while. It gives me a chance to reconnect with them. And I think our conversation could be kind of fun and entertaining, just the things that we talk about, stuff like that. Uh, I do have a few specific questions that I wanted to ask you, but as normal with this uh, podcast that I'm doing, it's really an open conversation. So anything at all that you want to discuss or bring up is totally fine. Okay. Well, if anybody's interested in Diaper rash cream, diapers or strollers. I'm your girl. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you should mention about being different people. I mean, we're, we're both with our growing families now. Uh, but again, you know, eight, even go a little further back, like 10 years ago, we were, you know, single and like going to concerts, things like that. <laughs> so, I mean, we could probably do an entire podcast just talking about parenting stuff. <laughs> you know what? I am well versed in parenting stuff so, so much that, like I said, I haven't been to a concert in so long i don't even remember when it was my last concert it's probably you and nick probably yeah and i don't even remember what that was probably <laughs> seven i don't know <laughs> probably yeah yeah so so this will be fine there'll be a, a chance to go down memory lane and then of course at the end i do want to ask you about some parenting stuff too just because uh i think for us it would be important maybe not for all of my listeners i think mostly they care about entertainment stuff but uh <laughs> we have to talk about parenting stuff <laughs> Okay, so uh, go, so going back to the beginning, uh, we share a mutual good friend in Sean Lovano uh, that I've known for many years, and you have as well. Uh, how did you actually meet Sean for the for the first time? Do you can you remember back that far? Yeah, I met him. Okay, it wasn't that long ago. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> met him at church. I was a uh, young women's. I must have been 
probably 16 or 17 when I met Sean. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. And, uh, so, so through Sean, I mean, we, we got to hang out, hang out and have lots of fun watching sports and then going to lots of concerts because we love yeah. a lot of the same music. What would be some of your favorite like memories from those shows that we went to, whether it was 311 or Slightly Stupid, whoever it was, and just experiences hanging out, spending time with Nick and Sean and Marcelo and everybody else that we got to hang out with? I think my absolute favorite concert we ever went to was 311 at the Roxy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, so much fun. Um, did I ever go to Dodger game with you guys? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, did. I think so, yeah. Yeah, those were fun too. Um, my gosh, all the concerts were so fun, but I guess the one I remember the most is the Roxy. And you know what? That could be also my last one. Okay, one of my favorites with you particularly, I think was, uh, was 311 and Snoop Dogg, if you remember that one. Oh that would have been at the, the the old Irvine Metals when it was still standing. It's since been demolished. That's no longer. No, no way. Oh yeah, it's yeah. So they, they built a new concert venue in Irvine that's sort of close by. I haven't been to it yet, uh, but I heard it. It's nice and it's cool. But I mean, I had so many fond memories going to the old Irvine Metals for shows, particularly it, for eleven. Is that where Sean got stuck? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think it was that concert, but the same venue. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to say it was technically a slightly stupid show where Sean was, I mean, good friend. He's, you know, he's a good sport about it. Uh, but for the listeners who don't know, we were doing a group picture and Sean stood up on the chairs and then he accidentally, like, you know, they fold up and down so you can sit on them. Uh, the, the chairs like collapsed on him or fell up. So his legs got stuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like it, it could have been a bad situation, but fortunately we were able right. to get out. <laughs> Sean's cool. We love you, Sean. <laughs> yeah that was fun that was yeah, fun. forgot about that snoop dog that was so fun that was such a fun concert yeah yeah for for that particular one we had a really big group because we had some of our other friends that we knew from temple city were there and then our, our other friend alicia if you remember her she was there uh and then of course uh sean and nick and yeah it was a really good big size group one of the biggest that we ever had for our concerts that was pretty fun yeah that was fun gosh i forgot about that i have seen snoop dog Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, I, I know you're a big Depeche Mode fan. So I was wondering, uh, wh- when you heard the news that Andrew Fletcher had passed away, do you remember how you felt or uh, just getting that news earlier this year? Gosh, I'm going to be such a disappointment to you and your listeners, but um, I actually haven't been keeping up with anything. Oh, <laughs> No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you know, as, as we mentioned at the top of the show, I mean, parenting kind of takes precedence over everything that we do now. So I, I think maybe I'm glued to the internet too much. So maybe I can do better. But yeah, and I started this whole detoxing from internet and TV and everything. And so I'm kind of, um, no, I can't say that, but I'm really disconnected. I'm really disconnected from everything. But knowing that uh, I probably won't be able to see Depeche Mode anytime soon really sucks <laughs> okay well just to, to fill you in on what's kind of been going on uh they, they they haven't officially announced it yet but uh fans are speculating that the band's going to continue on which will be really exciting and cool and they might have even have some new material they might have been working on some stuff that was uh uh finished before he had passed so we might be able to get a new album pretty soon so we'll see what happens in the future but uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned about the detox scene. Uh, what kind of led to that? Why, why did you decide to kind of take a little break from social media and, and TV and stuff like that? 
I was spending so much time on social media doing nothing, absolutely nothing. Meanwhile, everything around me is chaos. So back in November, uh, actually, just a little backstory. My son, he's three and he's a really chill kid, but can get kind of crazy and wild. And so we were watching a lot of TV. I decided no more TV. I turned off the TV, but I was always glued to my phone. So I decided to take off, turn off my phone at the same time. So that led to me having a lot more time to, you know, clean my house and do wife stuff and mom stuff. Yeah. But it also led to kind of disconnecting from the world and what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's cool that we can do this podcast so we can talk, so we can actually reconnect now with the things that have been going on. (laughs) Yeah. And I let go of Instagram because... As I, to me, it felt like a waste of time for me currently. Oh, okay. This season of my life. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I did have a question about TV shows. I remember we did have like an exchange a couple of years ago where you were telling me about the show Gossip Girl, that you thought it was like <laughs> one of the best shows ever. And then I was counter arguing, like saying, no, The Simpsons is the best show ever, which I think was kind of funny to, to like be like arguing over something silly like that. But uh uh, uh, so you mentioned that you aren't really watching TV, though. Are there any shows that you are enjoying at all, or? Barrest, Gossip Girl. That is that's so long. I was probably nineteen or eighteen when I was into that. Wow, that's such a long time ago. Well, let's see. What do I like currently? You know, I'm same old, same old in some areas, but I don't really care about stuff. But, you know, the same stuff like The Office or Friends, some old Friends episodes, uh, Sex in the City. I've never mm-hmm. gotten and I love it. Uh, oh, Jane the Virgin, which isn't new, but kind of, I guess, for me. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I don't really watch any new shows. My husband would argue that The Simpsons is the best. Oh. <laughs> I don't really care for The Simpsons. I haven't cared for them. Still don't. Oh, okay. No, that, that's, that's fair enough. Actually, uh, neither does Allison. So to be honest, since we've gotten married, I haven't really been watching it since then. So that would have been, yeah, since 2014. Uh, but shows that she does love are, you know, Friends. I mean, I'd never seen Friends before. So we binge watched it together for the first time a few years oh, ago. Yeah, I enjoyed it. In fact, we, we did a recording. If you get a chance, go listen to some of my older episodes. Allison and I talk about the show extensively and, and our favorite episodes, favorite characters, stuff like that. So that was pretty fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love Friends. Oh, okay. So then off the top of your head, do you have a favorite episode? Uh, Allison's is the one where uh, it's uh, where no one's ready. She called the one where nobody's ready. And then Chandler, I'm sorry, Joey puts on all of Chandler's clothes. She yeah, that's that the funniest funny. thing ever. <laughs> that one is funny. Um, gosh, I don't know the title of it, but the one where Ross finds out that Monica and Chandler are dating. Oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, that's very good. Very good. Okay, so moving slightly away from entertainment questions then. So uh, I feel like I should know this. So I I apologize for not being a better friend. But can you share the story of how you met your husband, Devon? Because I remember I just got to meet him once where we got to go out to dinner together with all of our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I think shortly after that, you announced that you guys were engaged. So, So how did you meet Devon? I actually met him at Institute. Oh, the, the Glendora Institute? The Glendora Institute. He was there okay. on internship. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. He's not from California. He's actually from Oklahoma. Oh, uh, 
I know he was at BYU at that time, but uh-huh. doing an internship in Claremont at some school, private school in Claremont. And he was bored whatever day that was. And he decided to go with a friend to Institute, which is where I saw him. And I thought he was just the hottest guy I had ever seen. And I thought, <laughs> holy moly, who is this guy? I've never seen him before. You know, the same people frequent the same areas. And so anyway, he ran me down to the parking lot. Actually, he was there with a girl. I thought that was his girlfriend. And I felt awful because I lusted after him at Institute. (laughs) I thought, of course, he's probably married. And I've lusted after a married guy. I felt awful. So this is Brother Tolly who was teaching Uh Institute. I focused on Brother Tolly. And as soon as the lesson was over, I ran out. Devon came after me. I found out that's not his girlfriend. It's just a friend. And uh, we exchanged phone numbers. And we started dating. Awesome. Very good. Very good. And do you remember how he proposed? Or do you remember how it all came about that you knew you were going to marry him and how that went? You know, what's crazy is when on our first date, he told me he was out there for an internship. Uh-huh. So I thought immediately disqualified. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be here for a little bit. And he was heading out to Hawaii for his second internship. After Hawaii, he was going back to BYU. Mm -hmm. So I thought, he's just a friend, whatever, no big deal. Uh, While he was in Hawaii, so we really just kept it at like a normal friendship. He moves to Hawaii, whatever date he moved. I actually don't even know when he moved. And while he's out there, we start communicating again and we start writing each other. And he um, asked me, if I didn't, why didn't I give him a chance or like a real chance or something like that? And I told him he was a perfect guy, just bad timing. I'm not going to date you if you're not here or if you're just in passing. So he asked me if he would defer school for a year and move to California, if I would date him for reals. And I said, I would. So he moved to LA and he was there. He knew, he, he said he knew he was going to marry me after like our third or fourth date. I didn't know that. I felt I could marry him after we were already boyfriend, girlfriend. And he actually was teaching me how to drive stick shift. Oh, <laughs> very nice. Yeah. yeah, he taught me how to drive stick shift. Um, he was so patient. He was so kind. His car was brand new. It didn't even have license plate. And it made just the ugliest, ugliest, saddest sounds a car could make. <laughs> because I was learning and um, I always felt so bad every time the car would just make these awful sounds. I knew his clutch was burning and uh, I was apologized and he would just tell me it's okay. It's just a car. It's not a big deal. Like, you're okay. Anyway, he just kept his cool. He was so relaxed the whole time. He was so kind, so sweet, hilarious while I was trying to learn how to drive the stick shift. And so I thought, you know what? I can actually marry this guy and just getting to know him more. I, I knew I wanted to marry him. Oh, awesome. Very good. Very good. So that it worked out for you both then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He proposed in Long Beach. Up in one of the towers. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, You know, it's it's really exciting to hear that. That I mean, I'm sure when Devon came to Southern California from Oklahoma with his internship, I didn't think he, he, you could tell me, did he think he was going to be finding his spouse when he came out here? (laughs) And even when he, even after he left um, Los Angeles and moved to Hawaii for his internship, mm-hmm. he thought he was 
carry some Hawaiian princess out there. Oh. <laughs> but then we reconnected and he thought, okay, nope, I'm marrying her. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. So when Allison moved to Hawaii with her family and then she reconnected with me, I mean, at the time when she had left, she thought she was never coming back to the island, to the mainland, that she yeah. would find a Hawaiian guy and live out her days there. So I, I can attest just like you, life can take so many uh, unexpected turns as it, as it were. Yeah, I I remember taking you to the airport. Was it you were flying out to Hawaii? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I was going out to, to visit her when we were still dating long distance. Yeah, that was so exciting. That was such an exciting time in our lives. Oh, yeah. Very cool. But I mean, today's so exciting, too. So it's just a different type of exciting <laughs> when you have kids and you're you know, eight years into marriage now. So yeah. uh, when you and Devon got married, I mean, you guys moved around a little bit, right? So we had, were you living in Seattle for a little bit? Was that right? Sure. Yep. So, you know, what's funny, our first date, which also disqualified him was, he asked me, would you ever consider moving outside of California? And I looked at him like, he had three heads. I'm like, no. <laughs> Hi in LA. We moved to Utah the day after we got married. And I've never been back. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we were in Utah for a year. From Utah, we went to Seattle. We were in Seattle for a year. Uh, you know, my brother, Enrique, he oh, yeah, lived yeah. at that time. Okay, yeah. And he suggested we move to Las Vegas to buy a house because we're trying to buy a house in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And we saw the houses here in Vegas and we thought they were great. So we moved to Vegas. We bought a house here. We were in Vegas for a year. We moved to Ohio, Ohio for a year. And then we came back to our house in Vegas. And we've been here since. Oh, wow. Definitely. Uh, yeah, various cities throughout the, the country. Uh yeah. What would be your favorite thing about Seattle? I mean, I've always wanted to go and visit, and I always just think of it as being, like, you know, the birthplace of like grunge rock and uh, oh, Starbucks yeah. coffee. But I mean, there's probably more oh. to it than that, right? It's so grungy. I love it. Oh. <laughs> All the places we've lived, Seattle has been my favorite. The oh, weather. Fine. People talk about, oh, it rains every day in Seattle. It doesn't, and if it does, it's kind of misty. It's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so much culture. There's so much beauty the trees are gorgeous the ocean is right there we used to live in the city called des moines and the marina was just a couple steps from our apartment it was oh nice just beautiful the food was great pike place it's just everything was great i loved it awesome you, should, you guys should go okay it'd be fun to, to go visit yeah i know i have a few friends up there so it'd be kind of fun to touch base maybe visit with them yeah uh, my brother and then, oh enrique's up there too oh okay awesome that's good to hear. Good to hear. And uh, for Ohio, Allison lived in Ohio for a little bit, too. What was some of your favorite things about Ohio when you lived out there? Oh, uh, the people. The people are amazing in Ohio. Uh, where does she live in Ohio? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't recall. I have to ask her. because we, we just talked about it, too. I, I, I feel bad for not remembering. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, we lived in just outside of Columbus. It's called Reynoldsburg. Oh, okay. Very nice. Um, just country southern folk really nice people um i was actually terrified to move to ohio because i didn't know what to expect i was afraid of like racism i was afraid of just i've never i've always lived in places where the hispanic community is pretty large mm -hmm. i was afraid to move to ohio but it actually ended up being great some of the greatest people i've ever met oh good good to hear good to hear so, so as you mentioned, I mean, you're a Southern California girl, born and raised here. I mean, this is home for you, really. Uh, yeah. 
but you've been away since you've been married. So you haven't lived here since that time. Uh, yeah. What do you think would be the thing you miss the most of Southern California? And maybe what's one thing that you're kind of glad to be without? Um, I guess I feel I have to say my family, but because all my family, my friends, they're all there. Mm-hmm. Aside from family and friends, uh, I'd say the thing I missed most is the ocean. Just being able to go down to the beach. It was so much fun. I miss it. I need I need water. I need <laughs> water. Uh, I miss that the most. Um, what I miss the least is the traffic. I've really got used to living without traffic that when we do go to California and I'm stuck in traffic just to move six miles oh i can't stand it mm-hmm. i just can't. yeah yeah traffic's still traffic so <laughs> what can you do and it um and you know it's not it's crazy how much it's changed in just eight years the stuff that i used to love or the places i used to love and now i bring them up to some of my friends and i say hey next time i come over let's go for example to venice beach i used to love going there sundays for the drummer circle and it's like that's not a thing and it's not safe anymore. And so that makes me kind of sad. Mm. Yeah, Venice was fun. Yeah. Do you frequent Venice still or? Not, not, not so much. No, but Allison and I should. I mean, again, we uh, for for activities, for fun, we go to lots of Dodger games, which are great. Um, and then go to the movies and uh, do some family vacations. We just went to Palm Springs with the kids. That was really fun. I've never been there. It's fun. Yeah, Palm, Palm Springs was great. Yeah, we went to stay at a resort that was really nice. Um, but as far as like, you know, going, uh, when we do our date nights, it's kind of tends to be more localized here. So I guess we could try and do something like that. Uh, go, go see the beach. Santa Monica would be really fun too. Things that I haven't done since uh, I've been married. So, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so which actually was talk about that. So married life and parenthood, what's been the most rewarding thing for you for, for being a mom and you're a mom to a, a son and a daughter, right? Yes. Okay. Watching them play together. It's so fun. It's so fun watching them play together. And when uh, my son was born, let's see, we moved to Vegas when he was six months old. He was born in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's obviously the only baby in our house. And COVID happened. So there was lockdown. So it's just he and I in our home. So I played with him a lot. And I always felt so bad for him because it's just, it's, it was just him. We didn't have other friends to go hang out with. And I also didn't want to hang out with anybody because I was terrified of Anyway, but um, now that I have my daughter and I watch them play, I think they're so lucky to have each other. And I love it. I love seeing them play. Very good. Very good. And uh, what would your be like the, the best advice you think you would get for, for parenting? Like whether it's, you know, helping to raise your child, if you have the discipline on, what do you think has maybe been the, the, the thing you've learned the most or the most valuable advice you think you would give? Oh, gosh, I feel it's a huge... Uh this deserves a elaborate answer. I don't think I have it, but um, maybe treat your kids with respect and be kind to your kids. Just uh, not that I grew up this way, but I know of a lot of uh, parents and even my parents a little bit where it's uh, I'm the adult. I know better kind of, I don't know if you remember Matilda, the movie, uh i do actually I, I never actually saw the movie but uh my my niece just did a play of it we got to see her perform 
oh, okay, where the dad belittles Matilda a lot and it's like, I'm smart, you're dumb, I'm big, uh-huh. you're Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of I don't know if a lot of parents behave that way, but I've seen a couple and it's just just respect your kids. Just they're little people, but they're still people. No, I absolutely agree. I think it's very, very important. And I've got to see that myself that uh, using kindness as much as we can, I think has been helpful and beneficial. But but sometimes you can lose your cool. And if you do, I mean, just remember that nobody's perfect. And I guess do the best you can. Yeah, do the best you can. I think that's the best. That's what you said is better. Do the best you can. Just try your best. Do the best you can. You're I'm sure you're all doing a good job. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Were there any other talking points that you wanted to bring up or discuss? Um, let's see, let's see. Not really, besides the fact that I know you have two children now. We do, yeah. So one, our daughter Avery, who's five, uh, and we just adopted a, a one-year-old baby boy, and we kept the name Liam for him. So, yeah, that was his birth-given name. So he's been our home actually since he was born. So it was great that we got, at the one-year mark, we were able to adopt him permanently. So. I know I followed his story very closely. I think you guys are amazing for for all the love and care you've brought to so many children. And thankfully, Liam was able to stay with you. Oh, we're grateful. Yeah. So thank you, Kim. Thank you for the kind words. And we're, yeah. we're grateful. It's been nice. It's been great. I cried alongside your wife, obviously, virtually. Yeah. Uh, just all of the stuff you guys went through and all the stuff little Liam went through as well as a, as a newborn. Just it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And we're happy to report that he's doing healthy and well. He's in daycare. He loves it. He enjoys it. So in, a, in about an hour or so, I'm going to go pick him up but uh, and pick up Avery from her uh, after school program, too. How, so, how old? Uh, Avery's in, she's five, so she's in kindergarten. She just started kindergarten. And it's been uh, a change for me. I mean, even now I'm kind of being like Mr. Mom. <laughs> I, I'm Wait, doing. Are you still a home parent? Uh, I, I work part time, but I'm actually in the midst of my uh, MBM program at APU. Oh, so I'm doing, I'm doing a master's school right now. Yeah, that's right. That's amazing. That is. Oh, so thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely a huge change for me because for the longest time I was working 40 hour weeks with my job. But, but now focusing on school and then when I'm home, I'm, I'm picking up the kids, taking Avery to softball and soccer practice. So it's it's been a. Uh, yeah, the, the Mr. Mom role is growing on me. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying this stage of my life. Oh, that is so <laughs> cool. Such a fun season that that you're in and yeah. we're in. Devon works from home, so he gets to not quite be Mr. Mom, but he definitely gets to play more of a part during our day. And yeah, it's cool. I'm a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all fun. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, our, our intention is to actually reverse the role. So once I finish grad school, that's when I hoping that I'll be making uh, a substantial amount more money. And that, at that point, Allison can stay home and then she can be uh, Mrs. Mom, which she wants to do. So I bet. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, I'm happy for you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, were there any other talking points? Are we good to go ahead and wrap up for today? I guess we're good to wrap up. I just I guess I wanted to ask, what was your last concert? My last, oh, I was glad you mentioned that. So just a few weeks ago, Allison and I went to go see The Killers. That was uh, really fun. Oh, shoot. I saw that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, The Killers, they played at the, the Bank of California Stadium, which is uh, the, that lame soccer team that we don't talk about. Not, not the Galaxy. <laughs> the Bank of California Stadium. It, it's right know. next to USC, the, the, the Coliseum. Oh, 
Oh, okay. That's the other LA team. Yeah, but we don't talk about them. We don't talk about Yeah. (laughs) No, I just say they're they're the the rival for the Galaxy, and I don't like them. So, (laughs) but their stadium was cool. Their stadium was nice, and the concert was a lot of fun. And yeah, so it was kind of like a. For for just a few hours, forgetting that that uh, that we were parents and just having fun, like like we've been, you know, back into our twenties or early thirties. So that was kind of fun. Oh, that is fun. Have you been to any concerts with Nick? Uh, not since Nick moved to Texas. No, he's still in Texas. Yeah, Nick's still in Texas. He's doing well. He's a regular on the podcast. So if you listen to some of the episodes, you'll you'll probably hear him and Sean is as well. And uh, Eddie Ramirez. I don't know if you remember Eddie. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie comes on the, the podcast frequently, too. Cool. Well, very cool um, project that you have going on. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's so much fun for me. I love just chatting with friends, and it's cool to record these conversations and just catch up, see how everyone's doing. So. Very cool. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being on, Kim, and thanks for the listeners for listening. Okay, you've been listening to the Casting for Fun podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye.